Welcome to the Corporate Box, the regular NRL show. Stay tuned as Uncle Redman and the Licensee deliver you all the news and views of the NRL, Corporate Box style. All right, Uncle Redman, well, welcome back to the NRL regular show. Um, obviously, it's been a couple of weeks since we recorded our first episode and obviously the first round of the NRL occurred. But to say that things have progressed quickly in the last couple of weeks would be a well understatement. Uh, so far this season, um, we've had a big escalation of the coronavirus uh, impacting the NRL. Um, now, round one did go ahead, um, but obviously uh, the crowds were impacted. People obviously were told at that point that in two days' time that would be the end of crowds um, for the NRL. The chairman of the Australian Rugby League Commission, Peter Volandes, indicated the sport will go broke if it's shut down, um, which is sort of not too handy. Um, <laughs> no, no. So one, one obviously uh, uh, side impact of this is the Warriors are stuck in Australia due to the travel bans of both New Zealand and Australia. They, they could be stuck in worse places in Maxville. I, I reckon that's a, that's that's not a bad place to be uh, to be uh, uh, socially isolated. Kingscliff, wasn't it? Kingscliff, yeah. Kingscliff. Oh, sorry, sorry, Maxville. That's yeah, yeah Kingscliff. Sorry. Um, right. Yeah, that's uh, that's a great spot. So yeah. yeah, they're not they're not doing too bad. They're not doing yeah. too bad. Obviously away from New Zealand at the moment, but uh, obviously round two yeah. went around with no crowds. Um, so for some teams, that yeah. was actually business as usual. Um, yes. Particularly <laughs> exactly. the, uh, the uh, Canterbury, Canterbury North Queensland <laughs> game at ANZ Stadium. I'd, I'd be surprised yeah, was, if they uh, had anyone. Yeah, that, uh, so the, uh, the program, uh, I think it's called uh, Insiders on uh, the ABC uh, that Kelly Underwood runs. The, uh, Outsiders. The, uh, the Outsiders. Yeah. Outsiders. She's she's this little you know uh, bloody uh, AFL bloody mad uh, South Australian piece who, who's just all she wants to talk about is women's Australian Australian rules football and she just a throwaway line said uh, something about oh it's amazing how um, you know different it is to uh, watch a, 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 an AFL game or an NRL game at one of these stadia that is uh, so big and, and and when there's no one there it just seems so cavernous and I thought well you never watched a never watched a, a uh, you never watched a uh, um, a rugby league game at uh, uh, ANZ where the crowds aren't restricted because it's, it's exactly the same. The Bulldogs, the Bulldogs experience no difference between pre-corona and post and, and current corona crowds because it's there's like two minutes of dog there at the best of times. And, you know, five thirty a five thirty game against North Queensland, they had exactly the same crowd as they would have. Um, you know, if they were playing if they were playing in non-corona uh, unrestricted uh, circumstances. Very very true. Anyway, there's actually talk about moving the games to one location. What are your thoughts on, on doing that, Uncle Reuben? I think that'd be a great idea. It'd just be like a magic year. I mean, <laughs> we need some joy. I mean, I, I just, uh, someone who I respect as a journalist, um, not many that I do, like a, like a serious journalist, Chris Yorman, who came from the ABC and he's now on Channel 9. And so um, whenever there's like a Scott Morrison press conference about, you know, coronavirus, like every 24 hours where everything changes, um, there's a, like a ditzy blonde on the table who's, who, who says, now we're going to a press conference by Scott Morrison. And, and she does that. And then uh, the press conference is over and she goes, and now we've got Chris Yulman to tell us what that means, because I don't fucking know. Um, and so Chris Yulman would come in and actually explain things really well. And one thing that he just said, really so a very sobering uh, statement was, um, What's a, what, is, what is an essential business? And he, and he said, look, you know, the NRL and the AFL are not essential businesses. However, um, what they've said, what they've said is people are to continue to work, they continue their working lives. Now, people are forgetting that the NRL players are working. Like, like the, if, your business, the, the, if your business is shut down, you can't work. You know, yes, it, yes, exactly. not essential business. So, you know, um, and, and, you know, on, on, one, on, on, on one reading of how it all sort of will fall, how everything will fall into place, um, th those competitions aren't essential. You know? <laughs> I mean, you know, there's, there's other stuff. It, it's not related to, um, you know, supply chain of medical equipment. It's not related to uh, treating the disease and feeding people and, um, you know, enabling people to stay in their houses. So, mm. you know, uh, food and food, and, food and, uh, and, and, and medical supplies and all the rest of it, it's got nothing to do with that. It's no different to any other business, which is kind of, yes, it employs a lot of people. Um, and there's a lot of uh, industry that, uh, you know, makes its money off that. Um, but it's not essential. 
No. So this could be our last podcast for the year. <laughs> well, it could be, although we will probably come back and um, finalise the season. But you never know, the, the, the season may still continue. There may be no, exemptions for NRL AFL. I'm sorry to sound like bloody Bryce Cartwright's missus, but at the moment, the fucking cure is worse than the disease, you know? <laughs> Honestly, the things that we're putting in place to stop this thing, fuck it, give it to me. I want I'll give me coronavirus. I'd rather have that and, and be able to watch footy. Fuck it. I'm missing the NBA even. For God's sake. During the week, I love I love having a subway and possibly a couple of beers and watching NBA. I fucking can't do that at the moment. There's nothing on. It's fucked. Kill me now. Fuck it. <laughs> Well, it's not that bad, Uncle Raymond. Oh, it's getting bad. It's getting bad. Well, I can't watch footy on Thursday. Well, that's really like Thursday night footy anyway, especially if it's played at A and Z between North Queensland and Canterbury. Um, but I don't, I don't really like Thursday night football. I like Monday night football. I, I'd rather have, can I take this opportunity to say, if we do have to suspend the season and have a think about it, let's have a think about it the right way and move that fucking Thursday night to Monday night. That's a great time to play footy. Anyway. I've said I should play every day. I just have a rolling <laughs> a rolling game. Maybe, maybe Wednesday off for recuperation. <laughs> I don't think so. Anyway, I I like I like having footy to watch. I don't watch all the games. I'll admit that now. I'm a bloody I'm a bloody uh, uh what's the name Sims. I don't watch all the games as I should. Um, Ruan <laughs> Sims. Well, if you're not if you're not doing the three, two, and one, it probably doesn't matter if you don't watch every game. I'm expected to be a cross shit because I'm I'm talking about it, but I'm not really. I don't watch all the games. I watch the Raiders. Um, definitely. And then I watch a couple of games. But I don't watch them all. But I like having them on. I like having the option of being able to watch them. But if I'm just sitting at home and what do you do what do you do if there's no footy on? What do you do then? What are you, what are you supposed to do? Well, that's it. What, what would you, you do? What would you do? Um, that's a good question. The, the pause says more than the answer, I can tell you. Mm. I, I, don't, I don't know what I'd do. I'd probably I'd probably read a book. Um, about what I should do to try to get employed again, like you know, an instructional book about the sort of industry I want to go and work in if ever the economy picks up in five years' time. But it won't, so I won't bother. Well, then um, it may be back in next year. The government's obviously put in a lot of no, um, economic no, stimulus to keep the economy going. Oh, yeah, no, no. I mean, it's going to cost more than what do you, what do you pledge today? 187 million. Good on him because he's giving it to he's doubling the rock and roll for people that are, get, are losing their jobs, which is great. Uh, and they'll spend that, you know, they'll, they'll need that money, to, they'll need to spend it, and it will mm. stimulate the economy to a point once, once we get through this, but the, the cost of the economy is going to be far greater than that stimulus package. Yeah. Well, you're probably so, right, Uncle Robin. Yeah, yeah. So how much yeah. of the season do you think we'll get? Do you think it'll be finished now, or will we get? Will we continue on? Uh, I reckon there'll be a lot of, there'll be, a, there'll be, a, there'll be, a, there'll be some uh, discussions long into, uh, long into uh, tonight, um, for both competitions. Um, and I think the AFL got actually found someone who's one of the one of the club support staff for Collingwood. I think has got the, got the yeah. Vibes. So, but but having said that, this is someone who's been overseas and's not been near the club. Hasn't he? No, they've not been near the club. They've been overseas. They're a support staff, but they haven't been anywhere near the club. Oh, uh, uh, right. Uh, okay. Well, so there's, 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 there's a lot of sensations going on, and also I read something on the News Limited site today that a statement was made that um, by the Prime Minister that the AFL season has to finish. Well, that's not what he said at all. He actually made an error. Yeah. He misunderstood right. the question. He was talking about community <laughs> sport should finish. The AFL and the NRL, they're obviously uh, different situations. Yeah, he, he's, yeah. He I, I think they're different situations because they, they do. I mean, despite the fact that yeah, the NRL. After signing, what what was the last broadcast bill? Fifty billion dollars? Uh, no, I think it was uh, two two billion. Two billion, um, two billion. Uh, over four I years know. or five years. It's a fucking lot of money, and they've got none at the moment. They've got they've got zero. They've got zero in the bank. I mean, even I've got even being being as 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 buddy financially irresponsible as I am, and as an emo, emotionally immature as I am, those two things together, even I've got money in the fucking bank. The NRL's got nothing. That's ridiculous. I mean, did they say for a rainy day? No, not at all. <laughs> this is the rainiest of days you could ever get. It's not going to last for six months. Six months worth of rain. Um, they've got no money, so they've kind of got to they've kind of got to put something out there so they can, you know, at least say to the, uh, you know, the broadcasters, oh, you know, keep drip feeding us a bit of money so we can keep our fucking nostrils above the water and survive until this thing goes away. Otherwise, they're fucked. You know, it'll, it'll end up dying. It'll have to be a phoenix type situation where it might be a good thing. Maybe, maybe. Well, well that, that probably brings us to the next point, Uncle Redman. If, if the NRL, I'm, I'm sure if the NRL closed down, that won't be the end of professional rugby league in Australia. 
um, oh, no. for no, the foreseeable no, future. Yeah, yeah, it'll, it'll rise up in a different way, though. I mean, we might go back to uh, to what it used to be in some ways. Licensing, we might have a uh, a Queensland competition, a uh, a Sydney competition. We might have uh, the groups uh, in and around uh, you know southern New South Wales uh, and the rest of New South Wales and Queensland, South East Queensland, being very strong. We might have a, a strong competition in North Queensland. Um, so we might end up being like a, so in you know I, I understand Brazilian uh, domestic uh, football in Brazil soccer is uh, you know state based. So all those all the states have a state competition. However, they, they do have a bigger population than Australia. But they, they do, they do, and, and they, they only play football and nothing else. Um, football and adultery, I think, are the only two sports in uh, in Brazil. Um, they uh, they uh, <laughs> they um, you know have a state. There's a state champion, and they have the national championships, and sort of states that play up against each other. Well, maybe that could happen in, in in Australia. Maybe you know the Perthies might end up getting their getting their team. Um, Melbourne would survive because it's, it's the second biggest city in Australia, even though they're, they're just, it's just AFL propaganda down there and nothing else. There's still a hardcore of, uh, you know, rugby and rugby league people down there that can, can uh, sustain a team in a national competition. Um, so, uh, some, some place has been overlooked and it, it was on the, and there are plenty of pommies there as well, I, I understand, because what happened was back in the olden days when you used to pay 10 quid and you get, get sent to Australia and get a job, um, there's heaps of 10 pound pommies that um, went to um, places like Elizabeth in South Australia. Um, and, and I think a lot of those there. people, though, have probably moved on from the sport of rugby league. Yeah, I don't know. I, don't know. I, I, I do believe there's a lot of, a lot of people from uh, you know, the likes of uh, Lancashire and, uh, and Yorkshire. But those, in, uh, those, in, ten, uh, those 10 pound yeah. poms that you, you yeah. refer to as, the, the youngest of those, or the, yeah, the, the youngest of those would be probably early 60s now. It's only one generation because uh, my, my old man was at, worked at Australia House when they, they used to come. They used to come there with their suitcases, you know, come with their suitcases and, and their kids, and think that because because they paid their ten pounds, they were they were going that day. Where was Australia House? <laughs> in uh, in in, uh, in Trafalgar Square. In London. Oh, of course, yes, yes. the, commi- yeah, the yeah, High Commission. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And uh, and so uh, he said he said some people they would pay their ten pounds and they they'd get all organised. Uh, and, and come and come to Australia House after they pay their ten pounds that day, and they're like, "Oh, we're ready to go. Um, where do we go?" And they're like, "No, we've got to process you first. Uh, it's going to take a little while." And they're like, "Oh, we just we just bloody packed up our, our stuff, and we don't we don't have anywhere to go. <laughs> we're ready to go now." <laughs> well, they thought it was they thought it was ready to go immediately. Ready to go. I'm, I'm, I'm ready. Book and go. The boat used to stop in Fremantle and then Adelaide and then Melbourne or something and then Sydney is where it sort of went, which makes sense. Um, yep. and, and some people, some people that um, the old man was saying this bloke he knew who um, I can't remember this fellow's name. Good, good if I could because I think he was tied up with the Yas Rugby League Club. Um, and he's a, he's a, he's from uh, Yorkshire, and he said uh, on the boat the kid, his kid, you know, his son's older than me now, and I'm pushing fifty. Um, his son, um, his son. Uh, uh, couldn't handle the boat trip from bloody, you know, uh, South Africa to bloody Fremantle, whatever it is, and he just hated us. And as soon as he, as soon as he hit Fremantle, he's like, "We're in Australia now. I'm saying, I'm, I'm not getting back on that boat. I hated it." You know, eventually they coached him back on, and he got, 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 got to Sydney. But a lot of, a lot of pommies would uh, just jump off at Perth because they go, "Fuck it, it's been bloody too long, you know, getting over here." I, I mean, imagine what it was like with the convicts. Yeah, the exactly. Yeah, yeah. But one, anyway, one thing. Um, one thing that is, uh, I think, an advantage at this point in time for the AFL and the NRL is the fact that uh, international sport is basically off everywhere except for these two sports. And apparently it's made a bit of a wave in the United States. People are tuning into the AFL and they're not watching live sport. <laughs> the only thing they've got I, to I see. Heard, I heard that uh, there's, there's some, some fella over there who's a, uh, a former punter, which, you know, the specialist positions they have in the NFL. I mean, imagine being a punter. That would be fucking so boring. Anyway, um, he's a punter. And he said, I've discovered this great sport. It's Aussie, Aussie, Aussie rules football. He said, I've seen six punts in the last two minutes. He, like, he, he described their kicks and punts. And he kind of got off on it because that's what he used to do. And he thought it was fabulous because he only did one a game, you know. I mean, yep. <laughs> yeah, well, that's right. it. You know, the punt, punters are, are a crucial role. But um, well, obviously, obviously not on the field very, very long. Yeah. Very, very field position orientated, though, isn't it, NFL? But... I kind of, you know, I guess I'm a bit biased because I, you know, I obviously enjoy rugby league as my, my favourite, my favourite sport. Um, but um, uh, I, I've always thought, oh, why are the Yanks getting into this? I, I would have well, rugby league, it. rugby league really is just a faster version of NFL, really. It is, but they, but they don't like the aerobic type. 
they, they think of it as being like rugby league for them is like touch football is for us rugby league supporters. They kind of think, they want the power. They like the power of their game, and um, they like having you know six foot eight, hundred seventy kilo blokes bashing into each other uh, as linebackers. They, they think that's fucking fabulous. Whereas we go, that's fucking they're useless. They only they they're only on there for two seconds and they run off. Uh, we don't sort of appreciate their game the way that they do, and they think that our game is just sort of. Blokes, uh, you know, doing aerobics. <laughs> yeah. Aerobics are style. <laughs> okay, so, all right. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, you know, all these things, all these things, and it could all change tomorrow, but I'm fucking if it does, I hope it changes for the better. It's all I'll say, Well, let's wait and see. All yeah, right, let's so wait. one thing we have to um, now go through, Uncle Redmond, is a, is a segment that we did um, last weekend. Um, we actually recorded yes. it last weekend where we recorded us watching the Raiders v Warriors match. Uh, yeah. So, uh, Raiders, Raiders versus uh, match. Oh, yeah. Sorry, Raiders versus the Titties match. They, they played the Warriors this weekend. Yes, uh, that's correct. You are correct. Uncle Redman. So we had a bit of fun with that. Um, we recorded some good stuff. Uncle Redman has, has some made some opportune comments during the recording, um, which we hope the listeners enjoy. I get a bit loose. I get a bit loose when I watch the Raiders. I, actually, I, I find it, I can see why people, and that's another reason why I think we need to continue with the competition is, it's, a, it's, a, it's an escape. Like, I don't, I don't need to escape from anything at the moment. I'm, 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 I'm having a great life. I'm the best version of me I've ever been ever. Um, but there's people that are, you know, working tough jobs and doing shit and they've got kids and the kids are fucking, you know, doing dumb shit and their wife doesn't love them anymore or isn't rooting them as much as they want. Whatever, whatever their thing is happening that's, you know, Putting them down and keeping them down a bit. When you go to the footy, you just get loose, get loose and fucking have a good time. Don't swear as much as I do, obviously. If you're in, if you're at the game, yep. <laughs> you probably get, you get, you get, you know, those numbers. You know how they had the big numbers up the back? If someone's, if someone's annoying you, ring this number. Fucking, I'd be, I'd be five minutes in and I'd get, I'd get rung out the ground. But, you know, get loose, get loose, have a good time. Don't, don't be, don't be rude, don't be sexist, don't be racist, uh, don't swear too much, uh, don't, don't say the C word or the F word, swear a bit, don't say those words. Uh, don't direct too much abuse at the match officials. Um, and get loose, have a good time. Fuck, it's good, isn't it? All right. Well, this is what uh, the listeners have to look forward to. Of time. Uh. Well, there'll be no, there'll be no Viking clap for a while. Maybe they'll have to get the Viking clap in. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Someone to come and mime it or something. Don't <laughs> uh, all fucking here. She, she's a big horse. That one in the middle. Bloody hell. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, I don't know where they get get the strides to fit her. <laughs> come on. You just get, get, do basics. Do basics. You get you know. Take take the kick off. Don't fucking stand. Don't don't uh, don't drop it. Yeah. Um, it's a good good start. Uh, get through your second. Good good chase. Yeah. Yeah. You know? So about field position is papa. Jeez, you look at skinny. Fuck. Well, put him I in the centres. Right, you must ask what his diet is. <laughs> fucking only eat one whole chicken instead of two after the game. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. I might try that. <laughs> Come on. Come on, we didn't tell me to see you. Come on, mate. Fuck. Yeah, good, thanks. Oh, we have to oh. kick off. Oh, oh, oh. It's, it's, it's going to be a big battle between uh, uh, Tarpany and Jairo today, I think. Yeah. Bit after that, oh, that, oh, was, that, that is, that is, that is probably the softest try. Oh. The, oh. They have some massive yeah. problems, the Titans. If that, if if you're on yeah. your first set of six, you are going to be offering that up. You have got some massive problems. He wasn't exactly fucking stepping onto it. He just he just did a little little left foot step, left foot step, and then, oh, you beat me. Oh, okay, oh. who was it? Well, there's Ash Taylor. Bryce Cartwright wasn't Taylor and whoever he was. Well, Cartwright. Oh, yeah, yeah. 
Uh, Who have we got? Know, got it, so it's the fullback, whoever the fullback. Full yeah. You've got Ash Taylor, Cartwright, and I think it's Philip Sammy could be the fullback. Yes, that's correct. He is. And uh, you know who I blame for that that uh, that, 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 that this embarrassing attempt at, ta- at tackle is uh, Roger Tuivasa-Sheck. Um, because all these blokes are twinkle-toed, flashy, fucking fast yeah. blokes who think that fullback play, all that it consists of, is yeah. uh, being thrown the ball in open space and, and being able to uh, to rack up the rack up the stats because there's such a huge distance yeah. between you and the fucking defence that's coming coming to tackle you, and so you you uh, you can get some easy meters and it looks good in your stat sheet. But there's fucking defence too, Roger Tuivasa Sheck, and you're well, shit at it, and so are game. all these kiddies that, that are being buddy that are, that are following in your footsteps. Fifty percent of the game, it is it's defense. Yeah. It is. Um, I went to school with a bloke called Justin Holbrook, and he was as fucking mad as a cut snake. Just, <laughs> like, mad. if you look at the games last night, either team, that would never have happened from either team last night, that, that defence. Both teams were quite, played quite well, really. Yeah, and defensively, yeah. though, they weren't going to let in tries, even though I don't think the attack from either side was great. But that attack wasn't great. <laughs> that wasn't great. No, attack. Well, it didn't need to be. That, that, was, to that be. was terrible defence. <laughs> I mean, if they come down, if they come down and score a try like that, I'll go. Fuck, I'm not. I don't no, like you, this. you could almost have walked through that red yeah. yeah, you could almost. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, that. yeah, yeah. A couple, couple of weeks on the diet shakes, so I might have, might have got through. Go on, go on, Papa's, go on, Papali's diet. I might get through that. Yeah. Romance going on down there. I just saw a couple there having a couple of beers. How good is that? Fuck the, fuck the trees. Fuck going and looking at the trees with their leaves. I fucking rather go and watch the Raiders. <laughs> Like the, the Titans, just to play. <laughs> or as we'll call them, the titties. Yeah, we'll just call them the yeah, titties. The titties. <laughs> that was yeah. really poor defense. Slip, the titties slipping past the titty, slip, uh. slip, slip, oil up and oil up a titty and slip past it. Yeah, oh, yes, interesting play the ball. Don't give away a fucking penalty on the last tackle. Come on, Fuck. Oh, I've got it away. Look at that. Come on, come on, Cloggy. Fuck, he's a liability, Bryce Cartwright. <laughs> that wasn't that bad. I've seen him speak a lot about, Speak about coronavirus clusters. I fucking hate to be living next door to that cunt. He doesn't even get his kids immunised. <laughs> and here we go. I'll go in here again here. Yeah, we're going here. Yeah, for sure. <clears throat> oh, Georgie. It's about to boo. Don't get frantic, though. It's fucking... You know, it goes for 80 minutes. Hoggy. Oh, Hoggy. Don't get frantic, I told you. White and oh, that is terrible. Off. That's not defence. Yeah, that, 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 that is softer than the first try. As soon as the, as soon as the ball hits the, hits the fucking the, the deck there, there should, be, there should be two Titans blokes bashing, bashing their heads against each other to try to get it. No desperation whatsoever then. Jack White, top of the Pops, top, top of the pops try scorer. At he the, is. Two, uh, try, two tries already. Two, two, two tries so far. Was, uh, what are we? We've got halfway through the first half. Well, he's, he scored two. He scored twice as much as anyone else in the comp. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Canter, Canterbury, Canterbury kill for that kind of return kind of last night after 20 minutes. What? That, he's that, he's that, gone that, through that, Taylor, that, Taylor again. again. It's Taylor the same Blake, Taylor and Sammy again. Give, get him, him off. Give him a pat in the back. Give him a pat in the back. Well done, Jack. Good try. <laughs> pat in the back as he goes. Class. Oh, seriously. Come on. But it can't right near him. I don't think they want to get coronavirus. <laughs> Roger Tour of Check Protege, who doesn't want to get coronavirus. <laughs> Sorry, coach. I thought he might have had coronavirus, so I, I let him go. I let him go past. So uh, the uh, Croak is now on 2,000 uh, career points, and the only active player in front of him is uh, Cameron Smith. Is he? Yeah. Mm, oh, four. lovely, Jubbly. That's, that's not a 40 20. Is it? Is that a forty twenty? Oh, no, it's not. It's not. But yeah, all you got to do is get get down there, run down there with a bit of enthusiasm, and smash the bejesus out of them when they get the ball, and you you're on the front foot here. He's having a good game there again. There's not much opposition, like you say. No, oh, well, there's not a bloody microchip in the ball that tell, you don't need a touch judge. You'd think so. With um, well, you do yeah. need touches for other reasons, but yeah, for yeah. where the ball, where the yeah. where the ball goes out. Yeah. Well, I suppose you need touch judges because they they are uh, you know they're a symbol and you can, you know point of ridicule from the crowd. You can direct ridicule <laughs> at them. Um, they're, they're good in that respect. Um, but, uh, not, from that, ne- not from next week. <laughs> no, no. Good hit, Papa. Oh, sorry, that's dumb, Lily. Here we go, funky time. It's funky time. Yeah, well done. Uh, here we go. Here we go. Go, go son. Matt. You'll fucking do something though. Come in here and compound it by giving a penalty away, Bryce Cartwright. He's fucking sables. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what fucking. I don't know. I think, it was, I think he had a relationship with that last coach 
who's a, who was a reserve grade coach at Penrith or something. And he went, oh, he went, oh I'm a bit, a bit upset at Penrith when I come and play for you. And he went, yeah, yeah, okay, Bryce. That was Garth Brennan. Yeah, it's money. It's not a fucking, you know, it's not a Betty Ford clinic. <laughs> oh, Tarpany, my boy. Sunny boy. Sunny boy Tarpany. <laughs> come on. Fucking hell. Don't then strip it off you, you dickhead. Fuck. No, he's not a fucking New South Wales police constable. Get up and stop fucking throwing things at him. <laughs> Here we go. Oh, that's a bit funky. Fuck. What was that? Fuck. That was a terrible that? play. Who was it? Uh, at least I kicked it to this cunt. He could do something stupid. No, <laughs> yeah. Who Come was on. that that kicked the ball? I don't know. It's fucking taking the kicking license off him. Everyone's born with a kicking license, but you can, you can fucking get it taken off you. <laughs> oh, fuck. He's playing. I didn't fucking think he was there. And touch the ball. Come on, don't let him in. Fucking enthusiasm. What's wrong there? Oh, poor Straight pass. Forward pass. Yeah. Dummy half. Okay, now. Jesus. That sound Sonny. That black dude pre-season or he just turned up yesterday. <laughs> He's got a few of those, <laughs> Ryan. Pete must, be on the, Pete must be on the bench or something. He's on the pizza. I don't, I don't, know, I don't know where that, that falls. Well, That's a pretty good run, like to be honest. It's like being pregnant. If fucking either it is or it isn't. It's not kind of be a little bit pregnant. <laughs> What did, what did he say? He said just about the first time they've been down there, and they fuck with. Oh, the Canberra Craft Beer and Cider Festival's off. <laughs> oh no! Mm, it was on next weekend. Uh, yeah, it's a bit of a bugger, isn't it? All these things. Uh, God right. bless your mum, but fuck me, she used to. You, she, there was no way I wasn't going to mass. Fuck me. She's so happy when I joined Antioch, but I really only joined to get a root, but that didn't happen. Run your pa. That's yeah. what I need. So I needed a nice cold, cold drink and a nipple tweak. Oh, <laughs> good defense, Raiders. No. No, good defense. Yes. He's in again here. Oh, you're going to go. Oh, it's tempting. No, he's lost. Oh, hello. It. Did he pass? You'd have, you have to say that's a knock on. You'd have to say that's a knock on, wouldn't you? You'd have to say he's lost. He's like left. Well, he thinks he's playing rugby union. Yeah. Clocky, go, Clocky. Clocky, Glockenspiel. He's like he's like uh, he's like a reverse Samson. He's got he's got he's got stronger since he cut his hair. <laughs> Good offload. Oh, here we go. So the other stand. Oh, come on. We tend to bin there. So the other. Uh-huh. He's lost a bit of weight himself. Well, oh, yeah. Maybe, looking, maybe, maybe, maybe less hair. Maybe they're all gone to a hair. <laughs> he's got this guy the reverse Samson. They're, they're looking pretty lean and keen and mean, aren't they? Nice, nice uh, introduction for Williams to have a nice little soft, soft introduction to NRL. NRL football. You're going to fucking get an easier game than this, aren't you? I'd say that. Round one, you're pa- round one, you're playing against these guys. What happened there? Oh, penalty. Tap, why not? Why not? Why not? Why not? Oh, where's Whiten? Oh, oh. Is that Emre Goulet? Right. Is that who that right. is? Emre Goulet. Emre Goulet, the first, uh, first uh, NRL player of Turkish extraction, apparently, which isn't true because uh, Caesar was. Turkish. Half Turkish. Is he? Okay. Oh, yeah. That's Soliola. Where's Whiten? Mm. Here. Oh. Why not? Oh, Why not? Yep. Too easy. Too fucking easy. To be honest with you, that, that again is a pretty yeah. soft try. That's Emre. Yeah, I mean, you know, goal line defence and, and, and in tight. Oh, hello. There's a tight shot. Cultural attaches, as my old man used to call them. <clears throat> yeah, that's, uh, that's, pretty, <laughs> that's pretty soft. My prediction of 40... 40 to 6 is looking uh, looking unlikely because I don't think the Gold Coast can score 6. <laughs> You'd think they have to slacken off. Well, you know, yeah, it'd be a hot day and whatnot, but no, nah, it doesn't look like it at the moment. But if you kept it nothing into half time, it's, uh, that, that's good because you avoid a spray from Richard. And then, uh, you know, if you let one in late at the game, you just, you know, just kind of go, ah, it's all right, mate, have a beer, shut up. <laughs> Jeez, that's a buffon, isn't it? Look at us. Fucking hell. Peter Dutton. I'd Peter Dutton bald. test positive for coronavirus. Really? Peter Dutton's mm. tested positive? Oh. Yes, apparently. There you go. Fucking send him to Christmas Island, the cunt. <laughs> <laughs> Soz, Pete. It's the rules. We didn't make them. You did. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, so 4020? 4020? I think it is. I think it is. Yes. Jesus. Oh, he's fucking. Take him off now and he's person in the paddock. How well is he playing? Fuck. It's looking at a picture at the fucking Bruce Stadium, isn't it? Johnny Warren used to reckon it was the best soccer pitch in Australia. 
Yeah. Oh, nah. Disappointing. Nah. She's one. Is he's one now? Nah. It's one little faux part of the half, I think. Uh, mm. One. Then he got to be got to be excited with the big end over end kick. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, oh, really, you could have just you could have just lolled it over there. And Ash Taylor was never going to make the tackle, <laughs> even if he got there. <laughs> Uh-huh. Two tries, two, two run metres, 161 keeping for 140-20. It's a complete game. He's only played, he's still got five minutes to go in the first half. You'd need to take, you'd need to take him off halfway through the second half, wouldn't you? What? Yeah. Oh, here we go. He's no chance. Thousands. Um, oh, hello, George. Go, son. Oh, he's taking it himself to try to get me trying to boo. Let's be greedy. Be greedy. He's going to lay lower. Ah, he's outrageous winded. Mine broke his foot. Take that back. All because of the fucking Chinese. Mm. Just because you can kill it doesn't mean you can chuck it in a wok with black bean sauce. And <laughs> <laughs> they uh, just, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't think they, I don't think any, I don't think any professional, um, you know, football team goes, goes into a match going, oh, we're, we're going to lose this. We're not going to try. But geez, they're fucking doing a good job. They're doing a good job of pretending like that's the case, aren't they? Mm. Yeah. So just, so, I don't think Tyrone Peachy was out there. He, I think that was, that was his first touch when he uh, he, he took a he took a pass, uh, you know, to get into into our into our uh, into our three quarter line. But, uh, you know, what do they say with um, outside backs? If, 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 like this, if you're in, in a game like this, you've got to you've got to get in there and take a few dummy half runs, like bloody. Uh, um, uh, uh, Robert Jennings sort of style, or uh, um, even though I can't can't stand the prick as a commentator, Justin Hodges, you know, you've got, to, you've got to get in there and help him out. Justin Hodges was probably the greatest dummy half runner of all time. He had that loping style, particularly he inside, make, make, make meters, yeah. Particularly inside the the twenty meter line or the opposition twenty. Yeah, meter yeah, line. yeah. He seemed to get in there at the right time and just sort of lope away from the markers and make make a bit of ground at a really really crucial time. Yeah. <laughs> the coronavirus mm. virus cluster on uh, yeah no, they bought it, maybe they bought it with them bought it with them yeah thanks boys mm. just, you know could have forfeited you knew you were going to get a fucking flogging why don't you just forfeit you fucking infected cunts mm. yeah exactly no Clocky's failed his bloody couldn't do his two times tables in the bloody, when he got ta- taken off for a head knock I was uh, someone was one of, an active player was uh Go, son. Fuck it. What were you doing, Williams? Shit. Backed away from him, then. Return to Australia, son. Our worst defensive set of the, the match. <clears throat> no. It's a penalty. It's a penalty. Yeah. You're scragging him. Tops. Sunny, sunny tops. Uh, fucking hero play. Typical of that bloody peachy. Tap and go yourself. No, he's got that. He's got that, Hodgson. No. Oh. Nearly. <clears throat> oh, that's forward. Come on. What are you doing? That's fucking forward. Get butts. Come on. Fucking paint it on. Fair dinkum. Just because they get smashed, you don't fucking give them charity tries. Fuck you. He's always good for wonder, Don. Soft tries all round. Oh, well, oh, hey, well done, son. So the question needs to be asked, Reverend, at 18-6, can the, the Titans, the, the Titties, get back into this? Well, if they score the next try, they, they'd get ahead of steam up, I reckon. And I'd be very disappointed if they did score the next try. Will it be a typical... be a typical fades effort or something? Well, it might... Yes, well. Looks like they're getting back into this, the, the Titties. They certainly are. They certainly are. Oh, Fucking hell, they're bloody rolling through us here. Good tackle, Hoggy. Bloody hell. Don't take it. You can't. Don't take it. Don't take it. Smash him. Fucking hell. What are we doing? Fucking hell. That's soft. I'm going to fucking attack a kick in here. Mm, mm, they won't need to. Oh, no. This fucking Cartwright's got it. You'll be on it. Well done. <laughs> That's always going to happen. There's a lot to be said to the old run hard, tackle hard approach to rugby league, isn't it? Ricky's on his feet. He's like me. I can sit down, Ricky. Can't hear you. 
It's yours, yours, Williams. Go, fucking go, run, dickhead. Fuck. Not a bad place to turn the ball over, but yeah, get a bit too much razzle dazzle, too much dazzle, and not enough razzle. Apparently, uh, Tommy Rodonica's son, one of his sons, uh, played a couple of games in first grade for Wes when they were still in the competition. And uh, yeah, everyone's making a big thing out of it, obviously, because the bloke's name's Rodonica, so it's obviously related. And it, it's his son, and he's getting, yeah, they said, said to him, what, what, do you, what do you say when the other blokes sled you about your old man? He said, I say to him, what does your old man ever do? <laughs> oh, fair enough. Um, and, and the other thing, they go, um, what, did your dad, what did your dad say to you before you debut? He said, Run hard, tackle hard. Simple rules to live by, Uncle Simple, 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 simple game. We wouldn't be, we wouldn't understand. I don't understand it. I'm that simple, but you know, most people, people would be playing it or watching it if it wasn't simple, because we're all fucking idiots. Run hard, tackle hard. I do think there's probably a little bit of that. that that's that's kind of you know, they're the instructions that to certain players, like his second rowers, and he. He, he sort of buffeted, buffeted uh, uh, middle players. Oh, that's, that's the sort of instruction that, that Beliak issues to his players. You know, run out, tackle hard, do this. Gives them something to do. So, uh, you know, a, a, a thing that's achievable, a goal that you can say, I did better than last week. I, got, I did more such and suches. And that's, that's, that's the only thing he tells them to do. You know, make, make, make 30 tackles and do 10 hit-ups and see if you can do 12 hit-ups in, in the second half or something. I don't know. Whatever he says to them. Pretty fucking simple shit, though. Yeah, keep it simple. Yeah. Come on, you've got to fucking be held up by the sandbuck. You fucking, you've got to go and do your times tables, haven't you? Through your alphabet. Start, start, start now. Z's, Z's the first one. I'll give you a tip. It's Z. <laughs> y, X. Just give me the first three. Then you go, go from there. Go from there. Nah, he's out. He's gone. Don't, don't he brush. Goes to show dreadlocks is no defence against uh, concussion. I'm not sure the side has ever said it was, Uncle Redman. No, no, I just, just want to clarify that. Yeah, they've, 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 uh, they've, they've sort of muscled up a little bit, the, the titties. You're like, not you're like a, a, muscly, a muscly titty laying at night. <laughs> I want my bosoms to be nice and soft myself, but anyway. He looks like he's out. He barely doesn't know where he is, Clocky. <clears throat> well, he was concussed. Yeah, well, that's true. Yeah, fair enough. That is Come on. Good tackle. That's what you want. Get up. Now get up. Get up. Don't hold him down. The other one's going to get back on side. Come on, smash him. Yes, good. Yes, sideways running. Fucking deserves that. Come on. <clears throat> don't, don't give away one. Fucking late in the count. Good, good defensive set here. Oh, yeah. Good tackle. Who was that? Havili? No. Don't take that. Oh, yeah. Nice tackle, Georgie. Good, good. Good head on defence. Here we go. Pressure, pressure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Come on. Yeah, that's how I feel, yeah. Jeez, looks like he's been in a good paddock. He needs a decent haircut. Oh, Captain's Challenge. Captain's Challenge. Haven't had one yet. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they must be having a captain's challenge, are they? Maybe they are. Maybe they are. Good, good to see. I think um, I reckon we're a better than even money chance. Get out, get out of his fucking face. I, I, he did strip the ball, but uh, there was no one on him. See, it's one-on-one -on -one strip. Yeah, but that's that's At fine. But, we, but ultimately, we recover it. So after this, they go Bushka, and uh, he doesn't knock it on. Uh, or maybe he does. Yeah, yeah he does. He knocked it on. He fucking knocked it on. Yeah. Uh, mate, what He's wasted a bit of a captain's challenge. Wasted, by the looks of that. Captain, captain's challenge. Fucking greedy country. <laughs> he knows all the signals, though. It's like he's at a Wiggles concert. <laughs> yeah, I, I think you can't. Like the Packies do that all the time in the Test cricket. You get two two per innings. They they burnt it in. They burnt it in the first two overs because they get so fucking excited. Um, and then they've got nothing for the howler, which inevitably comes at a crucial you know, time of the match. Well, you know, it's not the the, the challenge isn't to be speculative. It's the bloody. It's the bloody, uh, you know, uh, save it for when the umpires, um, hopefully, hopefully it doesn't happen, but when the umpires fuck up, you, you've got a little, you've got an out there. It's one of the most relaxing Raiders matches I've ever watched thus far. And here they are, 20 minutes out, right in front of the post. Run hard, tackle hard. Who's that? Good run, son. 
I got Sam Osoni. That's a good run. They're playing with a fucking a fuck ton more, more enthusiasm than we've got at the moment. Oh, fuck, it's score here. Oh, score here. Oh, no, it's Sonny Boy Tarpany. Come on. Your job's not done just because you made one tackle. Yeah, fuck it. One walk the rest of the way. Lucky, lucky. Good repelling for the... Oh, hello. What are they doing? He's held. He's held. Oh, get fucked. Come on. Fucking dragging his feet along the ground. Jesus. That's bullshit. Fuck off. It's a fucking rugby. And he's held. Oh, come on. Fuck off. Fucking knee hit the ground. Blind cunts. Want to play rugby? Go and fucking play rugby in front of a couple of friends and loved ones at the fucking local oval. Now out, out muscled and out hustled here at the moment. Jeez, I think I think they've all uh, they've all had it drummed into them in the off season that Hodgson's a bloody good tackle one on one. Hodgson's a, a bloody uh, a, a a ball stealing merchant because uh, they're they're all onto it. They grab, they grab the they grab the ball very tightly whenever he's in in the near vicinity. Uh, if I could, if I go, no, mm. it's good. Hey, yeah, uh, well done, son. Mm-hmm. Passing into his teammate. A little rattled here, the Raiders. Yeah, we are. I could do with a penalty. Do a little hometown fucking hometown little, little hometown love. Come on. <clears throat> Come on. Good run. Who's that? Curse Scott. What you want? Yes, it's that square. Wouldn't thought so. Go, son. Go, son. That's the way. That's what you want. Oh, fucking nice flop. Roberts, you fuck with. Oh, Hoggy, first receiver. <laughs> you do everything. Come on. Pressure, pressure. Yeah. No, didn't take it there. Oh, well done. Well done. He's done. He's good. Well taken. Oh. <laughs> nice dummy. I don't think that was ever going to get thrown. <laughs> Don't give one away, Hoggy. He's sort of getting in behind the ruck a bit, this, this bloke. We've never heard of him. Philip Sammy, whatever his name is. Where's he from? Is he, he's on a Gold Coast product, is he? Oh, he's been on the Gold Coast for a while. Oh, really? Has he? I've never heard of him. Ah, come on, what are you doing? Oh, oh. God, it's a bloody dunny brush. No worries. <clears throat> Kevin Tractor. <laughs> Bombs away. No, they're going to throw it. Interesting. Oh, we'll find a way to fuck it up here. Yeah. <laughs> God, he's hopeless. <laughs> go, Elliot. Has got, he's got the wheels. He's going to try, though. Go on. Go, son. Oh, hello. That, that was a terrible How's play that? there from Cartwright. Come on. Fucking get up there. Go. You know, some, well, play, some players, Uncle Remin, are rocks and diamonds. I think, he, I think Cartwright's <laughs> just rocks. Cartwright's Cut right, just fucking. <laughs> he's gravel. He's gravel rash. <laughs> he's like when you fall off your fucking BMX onto a fucking, you know, bloody just a road that's just been resealed and you fucking get gravel rash in your ass. That's what he is. Unnecessary. What was what the fuck was that? It's like it's sort of like can, uh, uh, Bryce. Could you find find that? Just take the most fucked option that is uh, possibly available to you here. Can you just do that for me? Thank you very much. Okay, bang. <laughs> <laughs> what about that? I don't. Think, uh, well, man, it was his, I mean, he he played rugby union, so you know the ball was always live and and you know trying to win it with your with your fucking boot back in his day. Um, he said, if I was wearing headgear, there's no way I'd wear headgear that is the same colour as the ball. Because <laughs> it just gives the bloke an excuse, like, kick, kick you in the head and go, oh, I thought it was a ball, sir. It's the same colour. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I don't, I don't think the defences that you used to run in the 60s um, with your yokel referees would sort of fly with these blokes necessarily, you know. But, yeah, he does have a point. Like, why would you get, why would you get a helmet the same colour as a ball? It's stupid. You, just, you know, there is, there, you're, leaving, you're leaving yourself open to be kicked in the head by a dickhead. Very true, Uncle Redmond. It's like white boots. Why would you have fucking white boots? I'd get green, green boots, like the same colour as the grass. And then, you know, it looks like, you you know, last night, maybe, maybe Fergusaurus has, has kept, the, uh, has kept the, big, the, the big hoofs inside the, inside the white lines, you know, just for a fleeting, fleeting moment. 
Then again, they, you know, they replay that shit over and over again to the nth degree, and you, you bloody, you go. If you're gone, you're gone, aren't you? You know, there's no point bluffing. Now, he seems to have lost his punch. man bun, Mitch Rain. Maybe the man <laughs> bun that, went out of fashion. Is that, is that, I think Mitch Rain's gone out of fashion. <laughs> somehow, it's feel too Generally, more. generally, it's easier to pass from right to left. Uh, if you're a right-hander, yeah. But if you're a lefty, if you're severely lefty, it's not. I'm not sure what he is, is he? Yeah, he's a left footer, so I'm presuming he's a left-hander. Well, not necessarily. I'm left-footed and right-handed. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah so you're, a, you're a strange one then, aren't you? Um, yeah, most most, uh, most left-footers yeah, are that, 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 That's a big comment coming from you, Uncle Redmond. Well, I, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm actually, uh, I'm actually uh, um, ambi-pedestrian, as uh, Rex Mossop called it. Um, I, I'm pretty comfortable with a soccer ball. I'm pretty comfortable on either side. Um, Striking the ball, um, passing the ball, not so much on my left, but certainly, certainly giving it a giving it a good whack. Um, I'm, I'm all right on my left, um, but I, uh, I, I I'm, I'm not I'm not I'm sure right the hand. listeners want to know what you what you do with your ball, Uncle Redman. I'm right-handed. I uh, I uh, I can like if I'm really horny, I can wank left-handed, but that's uh, that's that's once in a once in a blue moon that one. Probably far too so much information for the listeners in that one, Uncle. There's Redman. a lot of lot of things that need to align for that to uh, that to occur successfully. Otherwise, it's, it's like strangling. Like strangling a sausage. Ooh, Here we go. Nice Try time. Ball. Yes. Well done, White Whitehead. That was a good ball from. Yeah, Haley. it's good. Yeah, and he's but he hit the hit the line at pace. Good intent. Jeez, I want to have a cuddle of him. Fucking go easy, boys. He might have buddy. Might have buddy Boddington's disease or whatever they call it in England. <laughs> Boddington. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to think of an imported beer. <laughs> oh, Uncle Redmond. <laughs> I still, I, I do feel for like whoever the, because uh, they, they'd have, um, I know, I know it's probably part of a big brewing conglomerate, but they would have like a, a global brand manager or something. Imagine that cat wakes up one morning. Oh yeah, there's this infectious diseases for which there is currently no, no cure uh, or, or any vaccine. And uh, it's a, it's now a pandemic and it's called the coronavirus. He goes, oh, isn't that good? I'm the brand manager for fucking Corona, global brand manager for Corona. Fuck that. But there must be there must be an opportunity at the, once this is all settles. There must be an opportunity for them to do a ha ha funny ad about all this and leverage it. Corona, I reckon. You get a good get a get a good smart bunch of pricks together and do a do an ad about it. You know, you know. Well, you never know. Maybe you could put your thoughts some, to yeah, them. Maybe they're already working on it. Corona makes you feel better. Corona kills all your ills. I don't know some shit. And uh, yeah, yeah. Time will tell. They said they they said we were they said we were the problem, but we're still here and having a great time and showed some ladies with big tits having a good time with coronas or something. I don't know. They were cells, tits, tits and bums. I always saw. We will definitely have to improve. I mean, uh, you know, other teams, other teams would have put more points on us tonight. I think we're, we're a bit, been a bit loose. Well, I think the the start of the game sort of got them a bit that way. They sort of. The Titans sort of got themselves back into the game after a bit of a rev up from half time by the looks of it. Yeah, maybe, maybe. But you know, we, ha- we haven't been haven't been rock solid in defence. Nice tackle. Well done. Oh come on! What the fuck's that for? Oh, giving it away. Fuck it, he's fucking found one somewhere for something. Fair dinkum. Fuck, he's trying to get him over the line to get the score closer. Fuck! What the fuck is this for? You haven't got the. Oh, fuck me. Yeah. I'd penalise Williams for not being able to tackle properly, but you know, it's, uh, I don't think that's in the rule book, is it? Penalty to the cities. Perhaps they were inside the 10, were they? Yeah, that's another one I love. Is they, they decide they're inside the 10, but only after about 15 fucking passes. I mean, if they're inside the 10, they're inside the 10 at the beginning, at, at, you know, at the beginning of the play. When the ball when the ball is played, they're inside the ten. But so they were playing an advantage. Ah, oh, that's fucking rugby union fucking bullshit. That is, stick the little arm out and they and they have to wait for fucking half an hour and then there's going to be a penalty anyway. A couple of riffraff knock-ons yeah. there all over the place. Yeah, butterfingers yeah, all round. A hot, a hot mess. Like my pea and ham soup. So twenty-four to six, Uncle Raymond. What do you think of the Raiders? Oh, I'm all right. I tell you that. I would have thought. I would have thought. You know, thirty. A thirty nil would have been. Uh, my preference, but I can understand how they might have led in a consolation try, but it wasn't really a consolation try. They fucking got outplayed at the start of that second half. But, you know, it goes to show enthusiasm, running harder and tackling harder than your op- opposition um, often pays dividends, I think. You know, you're going to have little money. Like, you can't, I don't think you can say to a, you can't set a standard where you go, we have to play to this level of intensity for 80 minutes. You've got to ha- have little, 
breaks, physical breaks and mental breaks during the course of the game. But if the opposition catches you in one of those breaks and, and, uh, and scores a try or two, then, you know, it can mean, it can mean the difference between winning and losing if you, you, get, you get caught out, get, get your pants pulled down while you're having a little breather. I used to have a lot of mental breaks at work. I used to just one of my favourites was I used to I used to you know I know I can't do this now with the coronavirus, but I used to put my hand on my chin and I'd look at the screen, but I wouldn't have anything on there that you know wouldn't have any anything work related on there. I just you know might be looking at the Herald or a set of boobies or something. Do you want to clarify that comment, Uncle Redmond? What what what? Well, yeah, I, 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 because I, I, I sort of um, so because I. Uh, it was, uh, the, well, the one one of the places I was at because uh, legal and finance, our, our stuff was um, our IT stuff was separate from everyone else's because we d- dealt with sensitive stuff with accounts and fucking contracts and shit. And so uh, my uh, all my all my stuff was uh, separate from everyone else on the network. So I kind of I felt like I, I, it uh, it, uh, it it gave me a level of confidence that I could uh, look at look at things that you wouldn't otherwise look at um, uh, on a on an open kind of network. And so uh, yeah, if I was just having a bit of a boring day and I want to have a little bit. of a rest. I just, uh, I just get up a bit of soft porn and uh, and rub my chin and look at my screen, and uh, make sure that you can see a reflection in the glass of my of my office. And uh, yeah, rub your my, chin, rub my chin, look at some boobies, and uh, yeah, people thought I was contemplating a very important uh, clause in a contract that we were uh, negotiating, and I wasn't. I was contemplating cleavage in a set of boobies that I was admiring. <clears throat> right. Well, that's uh, more than one. I'm just saying, there's people, there's, people, there's, there's people out there now who are going to go to work on Monday morning and they're going to, at some point during the week, they're, they're going to do something similar. But they're not able to admit that because they would be, uh, you know, they, they, they'd be, they'd be uh, castigated, they'd be a pariah, they'd be unemployed, uh, and a bad time to be unemployed as well, I suppose, at the moment. And they, they wouldn't be able to admit that freely, but I can because I, um, I'm an independent gentleman these days. I don't need, I don't need to kowtow to anyone's fucking HR policy. I can just tell, tell it like it happened. And it didn't hurt anyone. It gave me a little rest. It gave me a little mental break. It didn't hurt anyone. Um, uh, it wasn't exploitative because, you know, that girl had already taken, had the photograph taken and probably got paid for it. And she, she just put it up on the internet or whatever. Uh, all the owners of the copyright have. And uh, I was just there admiring it. It gave me a little mental break. And I had the mental break and then got back to work. And I was probably more productive as a result of having that mental break. Um, but, you know, whoever beside me, if anyone knew what I was actually doing, I would have been fucking, you know, would, would have been, a, you know, like I said, a pariah. So, many people have asked the licensee, what is the corporate box? Some may consider the corporate box a venue for craft beer and sports. Others have described it as a refuge. I prefer to think of the corporate box as simply a state of mind. (laughs) Anyway, Uncle Redmond, it's time now for the Scandal of the Week. And uh, this week, week. I thought we were calling it, we're calling it scandal of the week. The scandal of the week. Well, well, it'll, well, be it'll, be it'll be on every episode. It'll be on every episode. Well, it'll always be a scandal of the past. We're looking back, looking back on some things that happened. Actually, this is. Uh, I, was, I was actually having when I was doing some research for this week's scandal of the week. Uh, I actually found something that really excited me. Um, I quite like this band. Um, they're called Eddie Current, Current Suppression Ring. Um, they're from Melbourne. Uh, they're sort of. Uh, a, what are they called again? Any current suppression ring. I think it's a thing. I think if you're a sound, sound engineer, you know what that means. That's okay. A thing in, in, a, in a stereo or something. Um, right. And they, their 2005 album, uh, Primary Colors, is fucking fantastic. And they've got a song called Memory Lane. And now, if we didn't get into trouble with uh, fucking APRA, um, I'd like to play that song as part of this segment. It's just Memory Lane. It'd be really good. And even better, when I was researching for this segment, um, and I went off on a tangent, I found another band that I like doing a cover version of Memory Lane, a band called Spoon, who are from Texas, and it was fucking really good, really, really good. But I don't want to, I don't want to have anything to do with APRA, and by APRA I mean not the American Professional Rodeo Association, not the Australian Provincial Regulatory Authority, but the Australian Performing Rights Association, who are a bunch of fucking insular dickheads who don't understand anything about running a business. If you fucking fix lawnmowers and you have the radio on in the background, you should not have to pay license fees to APRA. You fucking idiots. Anyway, uh, I digress. Okay. Um, so uh, today, this week's scandal um, involves a... It actually depressed me a bit. I don't know if it's just the way things are going at the moment. Got me a bit upset. Um, oh, 
What, what, what happened? It's still, like, it's still a little bit about, well, on the 2003, um, I don't know if it was a kangaroo tour, but it was certainly a series of matches in the UK. Someone who had never really made a mark in Australia, let alone played um, representative football at origin level, was selected um, for, to play for the kangaroos. And that person's name is Richard, I was about to say Richard Vilification, that's what I'm trying to avoid. Uh, Richard Vilsanti. <laughs> and and, um, and oh, I felt fucking sorry for the bloke when I read through all this because I, I, there's a lot of things that were happening. One, one thing that did happen, and this is a fact, um, um, some money was stolen from players' rooms. Right. Some money was stolen from players' rooms on tour. And a, um, uh, a, uh, a jersey that I think Trent Waterhouse wore in one of the, one of the, one of the tests. So, I mean, the, as you know, as someone that's into sort of memorabilia, as, as, as Bill Laurie used to call it, um, uh, the, the, a player-worn jersey that, you know, with all the bloody blood and guts and mud on it, <coughs> mounted, uh, mounted in a case and signed and authenticated, that's actually quite a valuable piece of... Um, it is, you know, I have to, including one of yeah. a kangaroo tour. Oh, there you go, there you go. So, as part uh, of the corporate box. Apparently, Trent's, Trent's Australia jersey was stolen. And about five thousand dollars Australian, which is not a lot of money. <laughs> no, no, Aussie pesos. The Aussie peso to the uh, to, 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 to pound sterling mm-hmm. isn't a lot. Um, but you know, uh, I believe the uh, I believe the uh, the police were called. There was a, a formal complaint made, and it was investigated. No charges were laid. Um, but in the, in the wash up, um, and this is on record. So you know, I'm not I'm not uh, I'm not I'm, I'm certainly not dragging dragging Richard's name through the mud or anything like that. You know, all this stuff is kind of on record. It was kind of decided, I don't know by whom, uh, I suspect by a, 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 you know, a core of senior players within the, within the squad, that Richard was responsible for this theft. And, um, uh, you know, that's... that's so obviously that's, this was alleged by the players, wasn't it? Well, look, I don't know. I mean, he certainly, he never played, he played one test for Australia. And after this incident, he never played again. Um, he was never selected again. Even on that tour... Um, you know, it just seemed to be the case that he was not, uh, he was excluded from things. And he, he said later, um, you know, much later. So was, this know, while, uh, was this while he was playing for the Warriors? He was selected? Yes, he was. He he did, he, I think so it was in the 2003 grand final, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, tremendous season. For the Warriors? Yeah, and that's what, that's, what, that's what brought him to the attention of selectors. Um, and, and if I recall, he knocked out Brad Fittler in the grand final. Was that correct? Uh, was, that, was that him or was that, uh, was that someone else? I think well, certainly someone Richard Villasini. That's the way to get your get your get your name up there, isn't it? But he headbutt the current Australian Test uh, Test captain in, in in the head in the grand final that you subsequently lose. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if that was um, you know, it might have been might have been one of those plays that you sort of get remembered for, even though you you, you know you had a far better season than that. Um, yeah, but the other, the Warriors had a, had a great season, and uh, and I, I presume that you know. I presume the select selectors and, and other people of influence in the game in the game are, are aware of players' eligibility, whether or not um, you know if you if you select them, they're not going to go. Oh, hang on a sec, I've got two passports and I regard myself as a Kiwi. There's no way I play for Australia. Surely, at some point, Richard has indicated that um, you know he he would he would uh, if if selected, he would he would play for Australia. Um, that he considers himself Australian or whatever. Well, he he, he was he was from Canberra. Uh, well, yeah, yeah, he, he was he was with the juniors in Canberra, and he, I, I think, but I think he made his debut with the West Tigers, and that was that kind of goes towards. Yeah, he um, was in the he was in the lower grade at the Raiders. He right, I think okay. was in the maybe the pre, the President's Cup at the time, which I think right. was like a, like a reserve been, grade. Mid to late nineties, this one. Yeah, yeah, possibly. Yeah, reserve he, grade he, or something. He did a, so he, he he went to West Tigers, and I don't know if you played any. Morris Serge didn't get this far. <laughs> I don't know if he played any top grade matches for them, but um, I believe he did. If I recall, he did, and then he went to New Zealand. The Warriors. Anyway, look, I think it was West Tigers where, and, and this is an un, unnamed. So, so um, after all this sort of, all, so after all this uh, this theft occurred, and 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 uh, and it was kind of you know. Uh, Richard Richard was kind of vilified for, for being the being the how's this for rhyming slang tea leaf have you heard of tea leaf as a tea leaf a tea leaf i.e. thief oh, yeah, we've heard it now so just looking odd. at just looking at Richard Villasanti's record he played six games for the former Balmain Tigers in 1999 right. he played seven games for the West Tigers 
96 games for the New Zealand Warriors, seven for the Cronulla Sutherland in 2006, and, and one one match for Australia in 2003. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah and that's 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 the you know that that uh, so so he stick with with uh, with Balmain and, and subsequently Wes. Uh, there is an unnamed uh, uh, match official. Uh, sorry, uh, uh, you know, a, a, a member of the, uh, the the touring party. A, a, an administrator. Don't know who it is. Don't know who it is. Don't know who it was. Um, so after all this had happened, um, some time afterwards, I believe, um, Richard was interviewed by the New Zealand Herald and um, was asked about you know the incident and how he was treated by his fellow teammates. And he he sort of he sort of um, he, he sort of dismissed dis- dismissed his his treatment by his uh, his teammates as I didn't really know them very well. I didn't socialise with them. I hadn't I hadn't played State of Origin. Um, you know, I was just brought into the team, um, you know, from New Zealand where, you know, we're, we're kind of isolated there in a way. Um, I, I, you know, I didn't mingle with them at all where, you know, let's say, for instance, you, you were a, uh, let's say you're a Kiwi player um, playing for one of the Sydney clubs and subsequently transpires that you were eligible for Australia. Well, they'd probably know you because they'd see you around the circuit, you know, going to, the, going to all the, they'd see you at Northeast, they'd, <laughs> they'd see yeah, you wherever yeah. else go. You know, they'd see you around the place, they'd know you, they'd know someone who knows you kind of thing. But he, he sort of, he made out like, you know, because of the isolation of being, you know, playing club football um, for the Warriors, I didn't really know them, um, you know, so I can understand how, you know, I was just there, you know, um, uh, on, on tour with them that time, and I didn't really get to know them. And so that, you know, I, I didn't really become mates with them. And that's the way he kind of dismissed the isolation part of it. But then he said something else, which was very odd. Um, he said, um, uh, I, had, I had some things stolen too um, in, during the, you know, the, the bloody... Uh, you know, uh, uh, the, the incident where, you know, a person yep. had gone through some rooms and taken stuff. So that's some stuff got stolen too. So he says it wasn't him, is that what you're saying? We say, well, it's a classic. I think I mentioned something like this to you the other day about, um, you know, people that are members of the Rural Fire, fire Service, they light the fire and then they turn up. They're the first one that turns up and wants to, wants to fight it. And it's kind of like, it can't be me because I'm there fighting the fire. And it's sort of like, I can't be the thief because I had stuff stolen as well. And when the journalist pressed him as to what that stuff was, he said, I don't know, oh, just a few things. And the journalist asked him, did you report those things stolen to the police? And he said, no. So it just kind of, there was some stuff there that you kind of go, this seems a bit odd. But at the same time, this the person that I was talking about, who was a, 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 a administrator and a member of the, the touring party, he said, and I'm not quoting directly, but he said something to the effect that one of the reasons why West let uh, Richard go was that he was involved in similar incidents with them. And so if this person had, had communicated that to the playing group, if they hadn't known that before, they're gonna, an outsider that's come in that they don't really know, who uh, an administrator who might be a respected member of the rugby league community, um, someone who's um, perhaps coached the Australian team before, someone whose last name might be Fulton, um, has said something like, this bloke's a thief, He's done it before in another club, um, so he's probably the bloke that's done it. You know, that, that, um, that may have happened at the time, Uncle Rip. Suddenly, suddenly the ranks close in. If, if, uh, if a captain and a few senior members of the, two, of, of, of the, uh, uh, you know, the, the kangaroos form that view, everyone else falls into line. You know, it's, it's quite juvenile. You know what it's like. You've been to Catholic school. Mm. Uh, <laughs> no, no one dobs on anyone. No, you never dob, you never dob on someone. But Jesus, you, you tear you tear sheets off the, the bloke that you think's done it. Um, you know, you put him you put him through the fucking grinder. You know. So, so what you're saying is what you're saying is uh, Villa Santi may have been a, a victim of circumstance, and rumor, an innuendo of the past. He might have been. I think he might have been. He doesn't he doesn't come across like I don't know. Um, you know the other the other the other aspect to this is that. Um, Roy Masters, respected uh, former coach and, and rugby league journalist, great, great, a uh, couple of great films about uh, Western Suburbs Magpies in the day when, when Roy was coaching them as well. There's, there's a really good sixty one, minutes uh, article as well, sixty minutes report. Uh, there's a there's a uh, Ian Leslie who's sort of like the George Harrison of the uh, of the sixty minutes team at the time in the eighties. He did uh, he did he did a uh, in 1980 he did a story on West Magpies the face slapping. I think it's still on the Channel Nine bloody website. Fantastic, fantastic stuff. Anyway, Masters um, has always maintained, and he, daddy, he, he brought this up again, I've got to say recently, but it's bloody years ago now, when Joey was, had a little bit of trouble with the party drugs. Um, Masters said, one thing about rugby league is, we're all sinners, you know, it's very, it's very Catholic, 
gross sinners. Uh, but if people admit that they've got a problem, you know, you get a hug and people help you out. You know, any sort of problem. doesn't matter what it is. Bloody drink, drugs, uh, gambling. Um, if you're gay and you bloody don't want people to know it, whatever. Um, rugby league will say, don't worry about it, mate. We love you. We'll help you out. Blah, blah, blah. If you don't admit your fault and you go and go about your, you know, bloody letting that run your life, let's say kleptomania might be your thing. Um, you get fucking castigated. If let's say the person who committed these crimes was a kangaroo and did have a problem, if they had admitted that it was them and said sorry and, and wanted help, they would have got that help. But conversely, if they did those things and did not admit it and everyone believed that they did it, they're fucked. <laughs> Fair enough, Uncle Raymond. Fair enough. I will, I will say one thing about uh, Richard Villasanti. Um, I actually came across him firstly when he was about 12 years old. And wow. he, was, he was about the same size at 12 as what he was when he was playing in the NRL. And I was about 19 or 20 at the time, and I wouldn't have tackled him. <laughs> he was huge and could run. Yeah, yeah, okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, fair enough. No, it's funny, I, uh, I kind of, uh, I don't know how I got off the, on this tangent as well. I, I, um, so this bloke, he's a French uh, anarchist. Um, I think his name's Prudhomme. And I, I believe that Karl Marx plagiarised him in the Communist Manifesto. And one of one of his things was all property is theft. And I thought, I wonder if uh, I wonder if Prudhomme uh, is the sort of person who uh, you know rugby league uh, forwards would read. And I, I suspect not. Probably and not. I suspect that I suspect that Prudhomme was actually referring to re to real property and not you know goods and chattels like uh, you know money and uh, Trent Waterhouse's Australian rugby league jersey. Um, and I also suspect that um, there's probably only two or three uh, rugby league forwards that I think can read. Um, and, 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 uh, well, and, that's, and, a, that's a big allegation, Uncle Redmond. <laughs> can read French philosophy, sorry. Um, no, I'm, I'm just joking. I mean, look, I, I, I just think, I just think, I just think that the person who did this probably, you know, once upon a time when they were 12, um, they went into um, the uh, delicatessen at Higgins Shops and they stole a block of chocolate and they got a rush from it. I'm actually talking about personal experience here. Um, but unlike me, they, they got off on it so badly that they enjoy the thrill of stealing. And it is a problem. It's a fucking mental health issue. And again, it's one of those things where you might be you know, incredibly embarrassed by it because it seems like it's such a petty thing, such a stupid fucking thing to do, especially if you know, you're most likely the only person that has access to a, you know, someone's room and you're, you're the one that's done it. But you get off on it and you love it. And you can't resist it. Um, but if you were to admit that to a health professional in the right circumstances and seek help and say, I'm sorry, I, I, feel, I feel really low and I feel like, you know, I'm embarrassed by this. People, you know, people, people respect that these days. They understand that. They wouldn't, they, wouldn't, they wouldn't treat you badly because of that. Some people might, but they're, they're dickheads if they feel that way. You'll be embraced by people. That's what I'm saying. All right. Well, thanks for your thoughts there on the scandal of the week. Uh, involving the Australian Rugby League team, Uncle Redman. Okay, well that just about covers how we see the NRL season going for 2020. I'm the licensee, he's Uncle Redmond. If you have any comments or questions, or anything specifically you want to hear about our thoughts on the NRL, then you know how to get in contact. Until next time. <laughs>